0: It's a Terminal Island Lockdown! Terminal Island Lockdown! Goo <laughs> goo Hey there. Let's get down to brass tacks, okay? All right? Um, we're gonna continue with the FYP bedtime stories, but we are going to do a part two on the West Palm Beach saga. Um, apparently, I got a couple things um, misremembered, let's just say. And who knows who's right, you know? Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna read some of Tyler from Berserk, the guitar player for Berserk. I'm gonna read some of his notes that he emailed me, which is, I trust those way more than my memory. My memory sucks. I might get things completely wrong. I might be totally back-ass words, you know? So, Um, I'll get to that after some songs and and some boogie-woogie. I'd like to tell you about something about the recess mail order that's going on right now. Um, I have a very, very special pressing of Toys That Kill's second album, Control the Sun, with silk-screened... They call them craft jackets. They're they're jackets, just regular jackets, but they're the... uh, the brown chipboard. They used to call them chipboard, which is my favorite kind of paper. It's, it looks like a garbage bag, but it's nice and thick and it's a nice silk screen job. Um, So there was uh, 90 copies of these. The thing is it's free, but there's a catch. You got to order $40 worth of stuff and add it to the cart and you get it for free. Um, These are going to go very quickly. So get on it get up get 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 down TTk a joke in your town let's play a song off that the first one
1: so fast yet it seems so slow.
0: dumb again. How I wish. Now I'm old and super highly intelligent and I can't stand it. Help me. That was the Quincy Punks with Young and Dumb. Before that, we had Audacity with Extensions off their Mellow Cruiser's album. Before that, Japanther Come Back Home off the Beats, Rhymes and Rice Lice and Coconut Splice album Benny the Jet Rodriguez before that with Tony Robbins named after the infamous and very annoying yet has very pleasant teeth and skin Tony Robbins the the uh, um what's the name for this guy he goes and talks and makes money off people and shows how Young and dumb you could be. Um, Before that was the Bananas with the feel-good hit of the summer off their Forbidden Fruit. That's a classic by now, folks. It's a classic. And to start it off was Toys That Kill with Run In The Front off the Control The Sun LP. Get them while they're hot. Okay. Well, now tuck in because it's time for soon-to-be recess bedtime stories because I've gotten a lot of feedback over this and there was a lot of requests to talk about just random recess stuff and um, I'm gonna get to that but for now it's FYP bedtime stories and we're gonna go part two now West Palm Beach
2: Shut your fucker! all right all right simmer down simmer
0: down now tuck in tuck in and check this out um there was there was the the main the main person that responded to this was tyler from berserk um he was there he took um notes he was he was doing a diary during that um that whole tour and Maybe every day of his life, I don't know, um, but I really trust his notes. Everything was pretty, pretty, you know, precise except for um, I think I think I didn't re-listen to what I said last week. But I think he was the one that pulled me out of the ruckus. Well, I well I know now because he told me, and I believe him. He's he's never he's never lied to me, never. Um, one. One thing that we're not really certain of is that um, FYP had a song called Ian Stewart as a Crash Test Dummy. And it was written about uh, the singer of the infamous racist band Skin, uh, Skin uh, uh, Screwdriver. And, um, you know, and it's I'm young, you know, it's it's I I like to wish death on people or at least in a comic way, an artistic artistically comic way and that's that's what that song is about It's about um he did I I think he did die in a car accident and so um I kind of made fun of that because um I you know there's he, he was a Nazi you know what <laughs> like uh you know here uh anyways for some weird 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 reason that song attracted skinheads in some cities and we dealt with them a lot of places and I couldn't for the life of me um, understand it because it was pretty much saying fuck you like directly to them and and that's all it was and yet some of them thought it was for this guy I don't know how they would think this it's it's just maybe just the name itself is enough to go oh this guy knows about Ian Stewart okay let's go support him um, and then there was some that actually, um, took great offense to it. And that's what it was designed to do. Um, and a, a lot of, you know, punk was always just a design to offend people. Main, you know, mostly mainstream people, but this was designed to offend Nazi skinheads. Um, so there is some confusion whether... It happened after that song, and it was like, it was go time. Like, it's just hard to believe that because I, you know, it was hard for me to believe that, like, okay, this we know this song, we're big fans of this band, and after they play this song, we're going to kick their ass. So it, it could have been that song, and it could have just been a coincidence that it was that song. But that was like, that's like the main thing where, like, some people say, um... You know, some another there was another account that there was a there was a skinhead show going on across the street, Um, and then right when we played the song, they were gonna all pile in and and stomp us, you know, give us a curb job. That is crazy, and I don't I don't believe that I don't think that happened, but that's there. I'm just I'm hearing a lot now, but I'm gonna read you exactly what. Tyler had in his journal. He, he just emailed it to me um, this last week after listening to the last episode about that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read that right now. And he basically his facts are, you know, the name of the venue was, was Ray's Downtown Blues. Um and the first quote is somehow while Todd was being repeatedly struck by the guy, he ended up in my arms and I barreled through the crowd towards the exit. It sounds romantic. Uh, I I think he had lost or broken his glasses. Neither. Um, They kept that was the that was the thing I was telling you where they just kept flying off. Maybe they cracked. I don't remember. They were so big. It's like uh, I could have super glued them the next day. I don't really remember that part. But um, there were there were fists flying and bald heads everywhere, accompanied by screams of "Get the fuck out!" and "You're dead," etc. I recall the guy telling you one more song or whatever and the confused and annoyed look you had right before the room flooded with skinheads and all hell broke loose. It was absolute insanity. I took a few punches on the way out and eventually Hal and Joanne, Hal is um, our our good best friend that's worked at Recess forever and would go on tour with us and do merch forever. And Joanne's the, the lead singer of Berserk. Direct me to the back, where I hid from some big asshole that had been literally chasing me around. And I remember that. I do remember that. It's crazy that none of us were hurt worse than we were, which was barely at all. These guys really can be dangerous, but, but we just seem to get away with this shit somehow. That invincible tour feeling carried us through, I suppose... Um, no, I, I'm supposed to read it like this. That invincible, <laughs> that invincible tour feeling carried us through, I suppose... I actually told a short story version of that night on a podcast last year called take 92 podcast with Sammy Warm Warm hands. It's, um, it's episode number 99. If you want to look that up and, and check out his account, I would, I would highly recommend that. Um, and he says he touches on that in the 30, the 30 minute mark. Um, and so that was, that was, that was Tyler, you know, and he graciously pulled me out of that. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's, it's kind of, there is some haziness, but everybody's, everybody's account seems to be right on. The one thing I didn't mention is Flippy, who is the one that jumped on, which I know for a fact, cause I remember this cause he looked like a cat flying through the air and he hissing and, and, and still on LSD and he was filming and I remember him still having the camera, like like some great wide receiver that just made this incredible one-handed catch he was still holding on to the camera but because he just filmed everything back then he ended up losing the camera a big fumble and we could never find it we couldn't we couldn't find it we put out bulletins everywhere and nobody would return that camera we think it got you know obviously confiscated by the club or something and they didn't want to see that kind of footage and um, it, was, it, was a, it was kind of a bummer because we, we could have had a, a tape to do play-by-play but that's it for the West Palm Beach Saga and um, thanks for all the other questions I'll get to them next week and, and they won't be as long-winded but they will answer your questions so let's play that song FYP with Ian Stewart as a crash test dummy <laughs> Some tippage well we're gonna start off with tyler king from berserk he tipped he just wanted to hear his name three or four or five times in this uh, we got art edinger one of the all-time greatest recess customers and badass dude and we got go go boots radio show as usual if you tip and you want me to plug something tell me It's a Terminal Island Lockdown, Terminal Island Lockdown.